0: Hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Baked Bookworm Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and this is the podcast where we talk about books on a higher level. So welcome or welcome back. I am so happy that you are here listening today. If you are listening, thank you so much. It means the world to me, and I would love to hear from you on Instagram or TikTok. If you have either of those platforms, please reach out to me. Um, I would love to talk to you. Um, about books and cannabis or whatever you want to talk about I um, am just open for conversation so please reach out Um, so Lilo is sitting here right now and she is always beside me when I record these episodes I think she's a bit confused when I record the episodes like why is mom talking and there's nobody else in the room but um, she is always here, so if you ever hear her tag or anything, that is her. Um, and she just loves being a part of the, a part of the show. She just enjoys, enjoys that. So um, Lilo is here. I am drinking my amazing grass, greens juice energy blend. It's not the best tasting thing, but it does give me some, good clean energy, which. We're not going to knock. Um, I do love some good clean energy. Um, and yeah, that's what we're doing today. We are sitting down to record this podcast. We're drinking our green juice. Lilo is chilling next to us on the couch and she's ready to talk about books. And so am I. So today I'm going to talk about the books that I recently finished. I'm going to talk about the books that I'm currently reading. And then I also have some really fun uh cannabis content um, for today's episode about uh women in history that used cannabis Um, so i thought that would be a fun topic to share so i can't wait to get into that as well so i recently finished the road by cormac mccarthy and i thought this book was amazing i gave it four stars i did not give it five stars and i don't really know why I just always can tell when a book is five stars for me. And I think part of what makes a book five stars for me is if I would reread it. I do not think that I would reread many books. So for a book to be five stars for me, I feel like it has to be something that I would reread. And I would not probably reread The Road, but I did enjoy it. It was a fun ride and I thought it was great. And I thought his writing was interesting. and I, I think I mentioned it in the last episode, but um, I follow William Dozier on TikTok. Um, he's great for bookish content. If you are looking for really good um, literary fiction and classic recommendations, he's really great. And... Um, he was talking about Cormac McCarthy and he said a good place to start would be the road to kind of get an idea of Cormac McCarthy's writing style and I really enjoyed his writing style um so I definitely would read another book by him so if you read Cormac McCarthy and you're a fan and you think that you know which book I should read next please tell me which book I should read next because I'm definitely not sure and I don't want to pick a dud so um I guess I could go back and do some more research on TikTok and find the next book for me, but um, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. It had a great ending. It cured my need for something similar to The Last of Us. That was something I talked about in the last episode, but I am obsessed with The Last of Us right now, and I haven't watched the newest episode. I am totally behind. It's Wednesday, and I haven't watched Sunday's episode yet, but I just get so tired in the evenings, and all I want to do is just read and then fall asleep, so... Um, that's typically what I've been doing, but I am joining The Last of Us. It's a great show. Um, my boyfriend, our fiance, actually, um, he played the game, so he kind of knew what was going to happen, um, but he said now they're up to a point where it's veering off from the video game, so it's kind of getting more, you know, expanded on, so he is excited as well because he doesn't know what's going to happen now. Um... So I'm really enjoying The Last of Us and The Road really cured my need for a book similar to that, um, which I am still craving more apocalypse fiction. And that's something that I'll talk about in a little bit as well. Um, There were no character names in The Road, which I thought was interesting. Um, I'm always interested whenever books, characters aren't named. Um, Like in Rebecca, the main character doesn't have a name except for she's the new Mrs. DeWinter so that's something that i really enjoy in a book and you can just feel the bleakness through his writing and that's just something that i think Cormac McCarthy is probably known for is just how sad and somber it feels when you read the book um, and read his writing and that's what he wants you to experience when you're listening to his book and i think that's so cool So really enjoyed The Road. I gave it four stars, and I would highly recommend it. Um, It was my first Cormac McCarthy book, but it definitely won't be my last because I really enjoyed his writing. The next book was actually uh, one of the ones that my grandmother gave me to read, and that was The Tattooist of Auschwitz by Heather Morris, and I gave this book three stars um, for a couple of reasons. So we're following Lael Sokolov. Um, I hope I said that right. Um, But he is a Slovakian Jew and his life um, as the tattooer in Auschwitz. So he is the person that was doing the tattooing um, in the Auschwitz death camps. Um, So this is based on a true story. It's um, very cut and dry writing. Very he did this, he did that. So the writing is really not super great Um, but I did enjoy the story but it could have been written better Um, so that is just a little thought that I had when reading this is this is a really great story but I feel like someone better at writing could have told it I know that's so harsh Um, but um, I also did some research on this book because I was just interested more in the story. And there were a lot of historical inaccuracies, um, things that wouldn't have happened. Um, There was a bombing that she described in the book that never even happened. Um, She didn't have access to antibiotics, Um, like he said he got antibiotics for Gita in the book, that never could have happened, um, because those antibiotics wouldn't have been around, Um, and then the wife's prison number was actually wrong, so she wasn't even, um, the prison number wasn't even right. Um, So I think someone better could have told this story, Um, and I... I hate that because it's such a strong, powerful story that it really could have, it could have been something amazing, something that would last forever, you know, a timeless novel, Um, but it just wasn't there. And um, I did enjoy the story for what it is. Um, So I did give it three stars, but it wasn't the best for me. And honestly I kind of want to change it to two stars um, but yeah so that was the tattooist of Auschwitz I enjoyed the story but the writing just wasn't there for me of course for me now currently I am reading two books and the first one is is Severance by Ling Ma, and I am adoring this book so much. So this is actually another apocalyptic novel, but this one is more of a satirical novel. Um, It's The Aftermath of Shin Fever, and Wikipedia described this book in the best way that I'm just going to quote Wikipedia here because I don't think that I could do a quick summary justice as good as Wikipedia did for this one. It says, an unfulfilled Bible product coordinator before and after an incurable infection slowly obliterates global civilization. So she works as a Bible, um, product developer. And, um, eventually when the shin fever hits, um, which we haven't learned much about, and I'm in chapter six already, and we don't really know much about shin fever yet, um, But the aftermath of it, um, you're seeing before and after, and just her life before and after. And it's really interesting so far, Um, and you can definitely see some parallels to our lives. Um, So I just really am enjoying this book, and I highly recommend it so far. I can't wait to finish reading it. Um, Like I said, I'm about 78 pages in, um, but I'm loving it so much. So really enjoying my apocalyptic fiction right now. And then the next book that I'm reading is a little bit out of my comfort zone, and that is The Ocean at the End of the Lane by Neil Gaiman. And I decided to pick up this book because I wanted to start reading Neil Gaiman. Um, He is just a really well-known author, and a lot of the booktubers that I enjoy watching really adore his work. And um specifically Christy Ann Jones. I love watching her videos. She lives in Australia. And I also enjoy Alexandra Roseland's videos. Um, so they're both big fans of Neil Gaiman. And I wanna get Coraline. I need to figure out um where to get that one because I did not see it at Barnes and Noble. Um, but I do want to read that one. Um, but the ocean at the end of the lane I thought would be a good place to start because it's short and it's going to give me like a sense of his writing style, which I'm interested in seeing if I like it. Um, So that's really cool. And this is an unnamed man that returns to his hometown after a funeral, or for a funeral. And he remembers events from 40 years earlier. So events from when he was a child. Um, And again, with the unnamed characters, You always know a book's going to be good if the character's not named, and I just feel like it just, every time I read a book where the character's not named, it's a great book. And I don't know how they do it, and I can only hope that I could write something that great one day. Um, So, uh, he's an unusual kid, and he befriends this girl at the end of his lane um, named Letty Hempstock and she claims that the duck pond at the end of the lane is her ocean. and she claims that her family came across the ocean when they came here. and it's all about his life um, as a child and just so many magical things happen to him. and i think one of the main themes of this novel is just the disconnect from childhood to adulthood. and there's actually a really good quote on page five Um, that I'm going to read that says childhood memories are sometimes covered and obscured beneath the things that come later like childhood toys forgotten at the bottom of a crammed adult closet but they are never lost for good and I think that's really going to sum up kind of what this book's about. Just about how sometimes we think of things as children and sometimes what we remember is not correct or we remember things that didn't actually happen and I just think that this book is really interesting so far and it's a fantasy. It's also listed as horror fiction, which is interesting um, because I'm not getting horror vibes, Um, but I do read Stephen King, so my definition of horror might be a little more harsh. Um, And then also magical realism, which is something that I'm trying to explore as well which, um, I don't know if you've listened before. I think I've talked about it before on the podcast, but, um, I did not enjoy a hundred years of solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. I did not like that book. I thought it was too crammed into a short book. Um, and I just wasn't a fan. So while I didn't enjoy that book, I am trying to explore magical realism and get into more fantasy type novels. Um, And that is something that I'm exploring here with Neil Gaiman. And again, if you know any other Neil Gaiman books that I should read next, like what you think is the perfect one to read next, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. So for today's cannabis content, I wanted to talk about this article that I found on uh, Leafly about, um, women in history that used cannabis, and I thought that I should share it with everyone because I think that, number one, cannabis is such a cool topic, but also the fact that women have been using cannabis for hundreds, thousands of years, and not just women, but everyone, um, really goes to show what a powerful plant it can be, and I wanted to talk about these women with you um, so you can learn something like I learned something. So um, it's going in chronological order of these women, so um, based on the time periods. So the first one is the Oracle of Delphi, or Delphi, um, and this was in 700 BCE, or possibly even earlier. They don't know the exact time. Um, she was called the Pythia for her ability to communicate with Apollo. Um, she was also known as the Python slaver, Slayer, Slaver. The Python Slayer, And, um, that's where she gets the name, the Pythia, from. Uh, the historians say that the Pythia would chew bay leaves, inhale smoke from a variety of plants, and sitting over a chasm in a rock to draw its vapors. And then she would deliver cryptic prophecies in a trance-like state. So what historians are taking away from that is that she would get high, um, on these different plants and... Um, Possibly cannabis was one of those plants. Um, They don't know for sure, but they estimate that it probably was. And then she would tell these prophecies um, and people would believe her. Um, Then next we have Hildegard von Bingen. um, And this was in the year 1098. Uh, um, She was born in 1098 to um, 1179. And she is a celebrated seer, physician, scholar, and abbess from Germany. So she is actually a nun. Um, she convinced a papal committee to recognize her visions instead of hanging her for witchcraft or whatever they would do back in those days. Um, she wrote of a green power that flows through all creatures filling them with life and divinity and she actually wrote a medical text called physica and said that cannabis does not harm the healthy head and full brain but does harm the empty brain so she's saying uh she you wouldn't smoke cannabis i guess if you aren't all there i'm not really sure what that means Um, but historians speculate that she used cannabis to reach her cybel states or civil states. Next we have Joan of Arc, which was, she was alive from 1412 to 1431. She began hearing voices at 13 and the voice of God told her to help the French prince defeat the English army and reclaim his throne as the rightful king which she succeeded in doing. And then the Catholic church tried her as a witch and the king that she helped um, turned a blind eye and was um, allowed her to be burned at the stake. She was charged with using witch herbs, including cannabis. Um, and ultimately she was burned at the stake at 19. And she, um, Was also burned for wearing men's clothing because that meant that she was a witch um, in their minds and last but definitely not least we have madame helena petrovna blavatsky and she was alive from 1831 to 1891 and she is descended from old russian aristocracy left her husband of a few months for constantinople and never returned She claimed to have smoked hash with the Universal Mystic Brotherhood of Cairo and she visited several mystic locations across the globe. She co-founded the Theosophical Society in 1875 and it still operates today and she's quoted in saying, my most precious thoughts come to me in my smoking hours. I feel lifted from the earth. And I close my eyes and I float on and on anywhere and wherever I wish. And I just thought that that was so cool. And I thought this article was so cool because, you know, women have been using cannabis for hundreds and thousands of years. And it's just so cool that we're still using it today. And it's so cool that it's being legalized in more and more places. And I'm so excited to see where cannabis legalization goes in the coming years. And I'm just so passionate about this topic. And I hope that um, if you are passionate about something that you pursue it and you try to educate people on it. Because education is where we're going to get people to change their minds about this Um, plant and I really want to prove to people that you can be a productive pothead that you can be a pothead and still achieve your goals and be a good person and I just hope that that shows um, through the way I live my life and I'm just so happy that you are listening if you are listening and thank you so much for being here it means the world to me To every single person that is listening. And I hope that you find a book that you want to read from listening. And I hope that you reach out to me and tell me what Cormac McCarthy book I should read next and what Neil Gaiman book I should read next. Please let me know which one I should read next Um, because I'm really interested in those two authors right now. And yeah, I think that's all I've got to talk about. I am finished with my green juice. And I just, this is a good episode and I'm so excited to be here and thank you so much. So have a great day and stay high. Bye.